Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. And welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. As always, I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Mr. Pete Dolson. Pete, how are you doing? I'm good. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you're feeling good. I know we all have done a show in the New Year, but I'm feeling more New Year-y. It's kind of been a slow start to the year, I think, because of the way that New Year and Christmas kind of sat in the calendar. I mean, obviously, they sit in the calendar in the same place, but it was like a Tuesday rather than a Thursday, so it didn't really make any sense. Some people were at work, some people weren't at work. It's confusing, Chris. I'm worried. I think it's just you, Pete. I think it is you're a just little me. Bit, I think you might have had a bit too much to drink again at the start of the year. <laughs> I drank uh, so much <laughs> green ginger wine over Christmas. I'm furious, Chris, because you come all this way and we go, oh, yeah, sweet, we'll be able to do some shows together. And what is happening, Chris? What's happening right now? We're not in the same room, are we, Chris? Unbelievable. We're not. Unbelievable. I'm quite, well, maybe I'm quite happy about that. It's, <laughs> it's nice. I uh, Yeah, I've come all the way to the England. To the England. The England. I've come all the way to the UK. The England. Come all the way to the UK, <laughs> and uh, rather than be in a room with Pete, as mm-hmm. I was the last week, in the last few weeks, I'm actually in Yorkshire, in a hotel room. Disgusting. With a microphone, talking <laughs> to you. I'm seeing family up and around the country, and uh, yes, I'm on the road a little bit. Nonetheless, I am still a lot nearer to you than I usually am, Mr. Donaldson. Yes. Uh, and today, we're going to be dwelling on New Year's resolutions, because mm. last week we failed. Last week we were supposed to talk about New Year's resolutions, but we didn't. Ah, everyone's going to be talking about them, aren't they? We'll, we'll, they we'll keep our powder dry and don't worry about it, yeah? Well, we've got a, a bloody fax machine filled with New Year's resolutions. You guys have sent in so many. And today we are going to go through ten of the ones that we found and look, that look good and uh, two of our own ones as well. Did mm. you actually work out what your resolution is for this year, Pete? Well, I said I sort of never do one because I, I find the arbitrary nature of time and the calendar is foolish anyway. Nah, oh, February's got, got, February's, got, February's got 28 days. Oh, let's make that up. Oh, yeah, this dog's got 31. This one's got 30. Shut up. Stop being stupid. 
time is silly. <laughs> and that's why I don't file my taxes on time, quite frankly. Um, no. Sounds like you're fearful of commitment. Yes, and taxes. Um, no, I think uh, I'm probably going to try and attempt to read a little bit more. I've already started to watch more films. Now, if you know me... I'm a person who, again, lacks commitment to even giving two hours of my time up to something that isn't like a video game or just perusing YouTube and watching, I don't know, old unboxings of uh, old Spectrum video games and Amiga games and stuff like that. That's what I usually spend two hours doing. I could easily do that. I could do that for hours. But watching a film, for some reason, for me, is just too much of a commitment. So I've already started watching more films. I've watched Sicario 2 over at Christmas. I watched that last week. Did you? I watched that yesterday. Um, It was all right. It was a bit of a pastiche of the first. I thought it was rubbish. (laughs) It's a shame because I really liked the first one. No Emily Blunt. But the last... The last two minutes of Sicario 2, I was just... It was so much face palm. It was the worst ending I've seen <laughs> to a film like ever, and it ruined the whole film. Well, it was a real shame. It, it wasn't too bad. It was it was fairly watchable, as those films fairly are, realistically are. Um, I really enjoyed a film called Bad Times at the Hotel Royale. That's very good. I quite enjoyed that uh, uh, as a set of characters all in a room in a hotel together. Did you inevitably watch the new Black Mirror, Bandersnatch? I didn't, know. The problem with the Bross documentary, the problem with Bandersnatch, the Black Mirror episode that's Choose Your Own Adventure, by the time I get to it, everyone sort of explained everything that they could possibly get excited about on Twitter, and I've kind of experienced it all in GIF form, so... Uh, I don't think I'll be indulging. Uh, I do like Black Mirror. Every time I watch one, I thought, oh, that was good. But I do think it plays into the hands of people who are genuinely scared of the march of technology. The people who get more upset and more spooked and freaked out by Charlie Brooker's fine, admittedly fine, at work, uh, are people who are genuinely scared of technology. And you shouldn't be scared of technology. You should be scared of the people who create the technology. They're the bad guys. (laughs) I mean... Well, I mean, I won't spoil it, but it kind of worked. I think it's definitely worth watching and playing. Mm. Um, I think it was a bit of a novel experience. Um, I'm I'm glad they did it. Mm. If anything, the episode showed the limitations of choose your own adventure in the format of a Netflix episode. Mm. Um, But yeah, yeah, it was all right. Well, yeah. I well I believe well, a normal episode really. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I, I believe that um, you know the company who did all of the Game of Thrones, um, choosing on adventures and Salmon Max, uh, the reimagining mm, of that. Mm. Um, they've I think uh, Telltale, even though they've gone to the wall, I think they may have um, created a version for Netflix, just a choose your own adventure yeah. business, and you just sort of like have a situation where you can just choose what the characters are doing and stuff like that. So, um, it's not a bad uh, example of using something like Netflix or streaming service for, for, for emerging um, storytelling and I think it sort of uh, might get people into video games that are not normally into video games maybe I should apply the choose your own story format to being a YouTuber yes and getting viewers to dictate what I do for a year <laughs> well you can do like kind of like little kind of packaged videos can't you um, so like you could have a little button that says if you want me to go right click this if you want me to go left click this and you could have a little adventure around some hellhole in Shibuya or something <laughs> I'd love to do that for uh, like a Natsuki the movie yes. sequel just yes. a cheese your own adventure in Natsuki that would work I mean, it that would w- just be, do you want Natsuki to smoke or drink? Either way, he's happy. <laughs> I, I mean, I would say, Chris, it nearly killed you, the, the one-hour version of uh, Natsuki the movie. If you have to film five hours worth, if you have to put together a five-hour uh, experience, it might be a bit more troubling. 
five hour choose your own Natsuki adventure Natsuki Snatch Natsuki Snatch <laughs> oh god oh god well I mean my, my New Year's resolution is simply to break out of YouTube to Whoa. ascend YouTube um, is there anything because, well wait a second I'm reliably what? informed that YouTube is the start and the end and the middle for many people it's what it's well, all about podcast isn't YouTube is it oh, so yeah, I've already true. done it <laughs> but I feel like uh, it's time to do something really good that could be seen on TV or I don't know a legitimate short film mm. something that I can put out there that will get me seen and heard I don't know get me seen and heard <laughs> I know I want to make something to a better standard and uh yeah, that's just my resolution to break that, out of YouTube. I think by that re- that resolution, that goal, mm. will just sort of lead me to make things that are better than I usually do. Uh, so you're going to break out of YouTube. <laughs> you're going to become bigger than uh, YouTube itself. You you want to um, be known for something that's not YouTube. I do. I, I, I've always wanted to do that. That was kind of my aim for last year. I think it was probably last year's resolution, but mm. I kind of messed it up. So I've got to work out how I'm going to do that. I've got to make a short film or a documentary or something that's going to take the world by storm. Ooh. And I am, a lot of people have pressured me to make some sort of sequel to Natsuki the movie or do something again with Natsuki, so mm. it could be that. I mm. suspect it won't be. <laughs> um, one idea I had, or a lo- one idea that's been thrown around, is uh, doing a documentary about Natsuki stopping smoking. Because we've got oh, a noble God. topic. Yeah. The thing with Natsuki is I don't, know what, I don't really know what I would do with him. But if we have... If we have him stop smoking, which is something both him, his wife, and me want. Yes. Because when, I, when you sit with Natsuki over the course of an evening and you watch him go through 30 Marlboro Red cigarettes, mm. you can't help but think, oh dear, what, what, has hap- what is happening to your lungs right now <laughs> and for the last 30 years? Yeah. But I feel like if I could combine the entertaining qualities of Natsuki into a documentary and give it a slice of important an important topic like a dealing with addiction or smoking, mm. it could be quite good. Yeah. I, I guess, and then we throw guess, in a choose-your-own-adventure on top of it, <laughs> sorted. I guess with uh, Natsuki, though, and I guess with Japan as a whole, it's actually quite hard to quit smoking because you, you're just, wherever you are, you can just smell cigarette smoke. It's a lot easier to quit smoking uh, in places where you just don't hear a load of um, smoking. Or you don't hear, you don't smell um, smoke constantly. Or maybe it would well, be easier because you're just constantly just imbibing passive smoking. I don't think it's impossible. I think everybody in Japan is basically a smoker because they're constantly breathing in um, cigarette smoke. Uh, well, I, in every I became every bar. a smoker. I became a smoker in Japan. I did smoke a little bit at university, social smoking. Yeah, you know, cider in one hand, cigarette in the other. But while while I was in Japan, I did start smoking a lot more because you know you're sitting in is a with your plate of fried chicken and your sahi beer everyone around you smoking and then you just inevitably start and it's quite a relaxing thing after mm. spending a whole day teaching students how to pronounce puffin or penguin or other obscure words you, start you go to the izakaya drink some asahi smoke for a bit and you just feel the world get better you just feel relaxed and it's nice I mean I did quit because it's, it's just stupid it's and bad it's really for bad for your health and mm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Well, Chris, really. I'm, I'm but pr- I can see I'm why people do it, and I can see why Natsuki's going to really struggle to to stop. But again, that's why it would be an interesting documentary because I don't foresee a future where Natsuki isn't smoking. So we'd have to think of something pretty bloody drastic uh, <laughs> to get him to stop. One idea I had was getting Natsuki like travel the world and meet his viewers, like a thousand viewers, and get mm. them to convince him to stop smoking. Because yeah. Natsuki. I see this as a, a a formula or a problem that needs to be solved, like an equation. Yeah. And I know Natsuki loves 
fame and being the centre of attention. If I could combine that with somehow stopping smoking, mm. I think we're onto a winner. So maybe I could get like a thousand viewers to send in videos to Natsuki telling him to stop smoking. And then every day he's got to watch like a video or two or three videos sent in by viewers mm. to try and help him stop smoking or to keep motivating him throughout the day. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still trying to work it out. He could be sponsored by like a Nicorette gum company or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Always look at the commercial angle, aren't you, Pete? Always be closing. A, we B, can make money. C. We could do a partnership that's with Nicorette. It's not It'll making money. I'm just saying that it's just a, it's just important for you to keep the lights on, all right, in, in broad Power towers. Pete Dawson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, if you have any ideas, guys, listening in, uh, mm. I'm, I'm open to ideas. Let us know. What do you, How can we do it? How can we get Natsuki to stop smoking, make a documentary, and have a choose-your-own-adventure? Mm. Beautiful. Tell me. Well, get Let involved. us know the fax machine. How can they email in? Is it uh, a Bronze Band? <laughs> what is it? Bronze Band podcast? It's, been such, a long, it, it's been such a long time. Come on, a Bronze Band podcast at gmail It is. Well Yay! Done. I you forgot that too. That's that. Oh, oh come on now. Start to come year. on, it's been a very heavy uh, Christmas period for old Donny Pants. I did go to the gym today, so I'm feeling better about myself before I eat a big well old Chinese later on. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. I uh, I thought I'd start. I, th- I want to try and do something different on the podcast or something a little bit new. And with that in mind, I've got email of the week. Ooh. I thought I'd read out my favourite email <laughs> before we dive into your resolutions, guys. Uh, yeah, here's the email of the week. The subject title was simply "Do Japanese taxi drivers give you sweets?" Uh, this is, hi, hi, Chris and Pete. <laughs> my name is Griffin, and I'm from Vancouver. Me and my three friends recently travelled around Japan for three weeks this past November. We noticed something peculiar with the taxi drivers. Mm. We took two taxis on the trip, and on both occasions, the drivers pulled out a handful of sweets from their pockets and gave them to us. <laughs> the <pockets>. first, <laughs> See, <laughs> okay, that, that is a little bit dodgy. That first... is dodgy, isn't it? The first time we all accepted and ate the candy and very quickly all started to feel sleepy and got frightened that we had just been taken advantage of and were being taken to have our organs harvested. Thankfully, even though my three friends fell asleep, I stayed awake and we made it to our destination in one piece. The second taxi we took, the driver handed us candy from their pocket as well, but this time we hesitated and only two of us took the candy. The driver laughed and in broken English said, Don't worry. No drug. After these experiences... That's the least I expect, to be honest. (laughs) Don't worry. No drug. I love (laughs) that. After these experiences, I was left wondering if giving candy to customers was a normal occurrence of taxi rides in Japan. Thanks, Griffin. No, Griffin. I've never had that happen. And I take Mm. taxis quite a lot to get from A to B. No. No. I think you're just special. Uh. You and your your three friends seem to attract (laughs) candy, generous taxi drivers for whatever reason. Like taking candy from a taxi driver. Uh, No, I've never had that happen. Uh, Obviously, there are very few kind of scams in uh, Japan. There are very few kind of like um, buyer beware, traveler beware kind of stories. Um, But the one thing that always comes up time and time again, dodgy nightclubs, Rapongi, getting your drug... um, uh, Drugged. Sorry, getting your um, drink drugged, rather. Get your drugged. Uh, get your drug drugged. <laughs> Double, that's double drugs. Um, getting your drink drugged and you um, falling asleep and, you know, I don't know, a woman taking your wallet or something like that. It, things like that, basically. Uh, but mm. I, I don't understand why a taxi driver would want you to do that. Because, like, then he's just got a sleepy person in, in the old uh, taxi, hasn't he? Well, four in this case. Yeah, exactly. Imagine that. <laughs> what are you doing with four, four Canadians in the back of your taxi? 
on drugs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how got, that would. Yeah. What the resolution is there? Not ideal, is it? You're probably. Um, yeah, you're probably in a situation where. Well, I don't know where to take them now. So yeah, no, I, I don't <laughs> think that will be the case. I think that will be a. I think you probably just got hit with a big wave of jet lag because of jet lag. Yeah, maybe they mm. saw your jet lag face, Griffin, and thought, yes, yeah, sweet. <laughs> but uh, certainly I'm hungry for ideas, for my uh, award-winning film idea that I haven't yet had. And uh, I'm, on, I'm on the lookout for ideas, and that could be it. Yeah. Four Canadians come to Japan and get drugged by a taxi driver. What happens next? It would be like the video game Crazy Taxi, but a little bit more chilled out. <laughs> thanks, Sega. <laughs> You're the best. And thanks, Griffin, for that <laughs> wonderful email. That is fantastic. Uh, all right. Candy drugs aside... What are the resolutions we've got? So these are 10 ideas, 10 resolutions you've got for this year, guys. Mm. I like resolutions. I like resolutions because I get excited about the future. Not like the distant future, but this year now, mm. what's happening? What are well, you going to do? Well, Chris, you're all about self-improvement, aren't you? And I'm very much not of that mould. So I'm always kind you're of... You're right, I'm, actually. I'm always um, very enthused by your own enthusiasm uh, when it comes to actually bettering yourself and, and breaking out of what you had I don't before. Know. I don't know why that is. I don't know why I'm so... I'm a bit of a self-improvement junkie. I used to be one of those people that buys loads of books like How to Make Friends in One mm. Step or How to Be Rich in a Day, a lot of these crappy books. And I'd read them. I'd be super motivated for about 10 minutes and be like, yeah, I could do anything. And then I'd need another one. It is a, it's like a drug in itself, right? Yeah. These self-help books. But I think, I think I, in many ways, like I look at... I was having a bit of tidy out of my books in the front room. I bought a lot of Japanese vocabulary books I'm never going to read. And it's just, and I just go, if I buy this book, oh, this book is a different shape to the other one. This book's a little bit smaller. I could put that in my pocket. I never do. I just listen to podcasts <laughs> and dick about on my phone. Ugh, dreadful. I don't think you need self-improvement anyway, Pete. You're at the peak of human achievement. Top You're a radio London station. radio DJ, for crying You're out a loud. top London radio DJ. How yeah. do you ascend that? What's the next level beyond that? I don't know. <laughs> it's, going, it's going to prison for uh, sex crimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how it goes. Uh, ten listener resolutions, Chris Broad. Uh, do you want to kick off with uh, the first one? I will. Yeah. This is from Julia from the Philippines. Hi, Chris and Pete. I'm Julia from the Philippines. Spoilers. Jeff I listen to your podcast when I drive to work, and since the drive takes less than 20 minutes, I end up sitting in my car once I've parked, waiting for it to finish. Good thing I'm always at least 40 minutes early to work. Ooh, my New fancy. Year's resolution. <laughs> that's, that's great. Thanks, Julia. <laughs> but my, <laughs> my New Year's resolution this year is to feel healthy. I'm definitely not the fittest or the thinnest of people, but I just thought that wanting to lose weight is such a short-term goal. Mm. To feel and be healthy is much better to aim for, I think, because you're not just focused on the numbers, but also how your body feels and what food you take in. To aim to lose weight, I think, people tend to diet and work out. Once they've reached their desired weight, they go, all right, yay, and that's what I'm trying to avoid. Mm. Uh, in relation, I want to start aiming for long-term goals instead of short-term goals this year. Hope you guys have a good new year. Julia from the Philippines. That's a lovely idea, Jeff from the P, and I was surprised how easy it was to... Um, get the gym into my daily routine um, I try and do half an hour just lifting the weights nothing that's going to elongate my life let's make that very clear I I'm not healthier um, <laughs> if anything I'm less healthy um, but all of my muscles ache all of the time um, but it's weird how easy it is to get your um, to get like a gym routine into your schedule uh, and it never let letting you go really even you know I, I came out from Japan um, ate way too much drank way too much and I went back on, I had no reason to do it, but I went back on and, and, and kept on with my gym stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I just 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 keep at it. Keep at it, Jeff and the beat. 
Yeah, I mean, I've always found I've got better results if I just aim to do like 20 minutes of exercise every day. Yeah, keep it sharp. Certainly, when I got that Fitbit, right, I was doing, what was I doing? Was it 10,000 steps a day? Mm. Uh, and I lost a lot of weight and got a lot healthier from that. I didn't set a specific like weight loss target. I do think that's unproductive. I do think it's better to aim long-term and just be healthier. Like Huge. I cut out all soft drinks. I don't really eat soft drinks. I cut out a lot of carbohydrates like bread and pasta and potatoes and things like that. I do think it's a better move, definitely for the long run, mm. rather than just going, oh, I'm going to lose three kilograms. Just try and be healthier in the long run. And it's not only more achievable, but more fun as well. So yeah, good one, Julia. Definitely. Nice one. Thank you for that, uh, Julia. We've got an uh, email from uh, Johan from Sweden. Hello, Sweden. And hello, Johan. Um, <laughs> hello, another, Sweden. Another fan That's, from... <laughs> <laughs> hello, Sweden. Why is it? Whenever there's a, a listener from Sweden, we, we sort of say hello, Sweden, to the whole nation. I think it's is important. <laughs> It's a good it's a good country. It's fun. Uh, another fan from Scandinavia here. I listen to your podcast while taking a break at work and while riding my bike home after my shift is over. Um, my New Year's resolution is to start using my creativity. I've got comedic talent, the gift of the gab, and knack for writing. People have told me I'll go professional for years, but I've been putting it back on the back burner. Or putting it on the back burner, rather. I've included a lot of material, but I've been ambivalent as to when and how to start. No longer, I say, I shall trudge through the fog of doubt no more. Let this be the year I start creating stuff, says Johan from Sweden. <laughs> Wonderfully vague, but I'm having it anyway, Johan. You go for it, girl, friend. Beautifully vague, mm. but great. I don't. I mean, yeah, go for it. I don't know what to add to that. Other no, than just I, do I it. think. I think if we just read them out, we don't necessarily need to react to them. I just think people read them. And go, yeah, I could do that too. I've got creativity. I've got a gift for the gab. I'm not. I'm. I'm done putting things on the back burner. The back burner's full. Think, my carbon footprint think, from my back burning <laughs> is ridiculous. I think anybody that uses the phrase "I shall trudge through the fog of doubt no more" is clearly mm. a creative masterclass. And it's going to do well. Um, so I have absolute faith in you, Johan from Sweden. Good luck Definitely. to you. Thank do you, it. Become who you're born to be. Mm. Um, <laughs> Hi, Chris and Pete. Listen to you guys talk about New Year's resolutions on the podcast. Reminded me of a revelation I've come by recently, which is the idea of having a yearly theme instead of a resolution. Goals are hard. Oh. Resolutions are inev- inevitably forgotten. But if you have a theme, for example, the year of opportunity, where you try new things, or a year of positivity, where you change your outlook, it can pop into your head throughout the year and help influence your decisions for the better. And besides, without a goal, you can't fail and feel bad. So that's a good start, isn't it? Mm. Cheers to you both. Jamie from South Australia. That's a great one. I remember I did that a few years ago. I said to myself, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to become a bit of a yes man. I just mm. sort of start, started saying yes to things. Like I joined the ski club or I joined the... I remember I was at university, I did it for a year, in my third year. And it, everything just got a lot better. I made a lot more friends. I got out more, joined loads of societies. And yeah, the more things you say yes to, the better things get mm. generally. To a point, anyway. But uh, I think it's a great idea. Theme your year around an idea. Make yourself better by having an idea that you can just do throughout the year. Yeah, because like the the Chinese um, years, like the monkey and the cockerel and all that stuff. What year is this year? I don't actually know. It could be could be the 2019. Could be the year where you eat more cheese than ever before. It's the year of cheese. Or I don't know. Maybe you want to have more Absolutely. fights. Absolutely. You punch every, you're just uh, you know, getting into a lot more fights. You know, it's, it's cathartic in many ways. So, yeah, enjoy yourself. Theme up your year in the same way that the Spice Girls spiced up their lives that time. That time. That time. That one time they themed <laughs> up their lives. Um, this email's from uh, Simon. He's in Kingston upon Hull. I could visit him. 
right now if I wanted to, but I don't want to Whoa. because I'm busy uh, doing a podcast. This year, um, I decided to set a resolution that is both fairly achievable, but one that I can carry forward as a useful skill, uh, useful skill for the rest of my life. <laughs> I've decided skill. to learn how to make bread from scratch. If you took yes. up this challenge, what Japanese food would you pick? What kind of Japanese food, Chris? Simon from Kingston on Hull, UK, is asking, uh, would you make from scratch? Oh, sushi? Yeah. I, I mean, mean that's not really, you can't really make salmon from scratch, though, can you? So no. That's, that's kind of killed that one right there, isn't it? You'd have to go down to the... What's the new uh, market in, uh, in Tokyo that's not um, the... Um, the, the, the market fish closed. market take Se- two. Yeah. I don't actually know... I it's don't actually got, know what they've rebranded. I think it's it got a lot of yours in, in the world, but either way, I think the market opened, or the season opened uh, this week, and a man bought a, a fish. They do this every year, don't they? Somebody buys a... A man a, brought a fish. No, some man bought a fish. They do it to kind of, like, stimulate the... Um, what, do you, what would you call it? Stimulate the purchasers. Uh, a man will come in and pay, like, uh, over a million dollars, US dollars, for a big old um, tuna. That's right. Bluefin tuna. Uh, um, yeah, that's right, actually. There was a tuna sold... Tuna Sold at the fish market for three million dollars. A too much. blue bluefin tuna. Mm. Um, for it was bought by the head of Sushi Zanmai, which is a uh, really quite decent sushi chain throughout Tokyo, Japan. And uh, mm. yeah, I think they held the records before for buying one that was one million dollars. So must be a bloody good fish. Yeah, well, just, blue, ju- blue, just blue giant fin- fish. Yeah, bluefin tuna is very um, fatty and marbled, a little bit like wacky mm, beef, mm. really. Uh, wacky steak, um, something we've both enjoyed recently uh, on your YouTube channel. So, yeah, it's uh, it looks quite nice, actually. I've, no, I've obviously never had it because it looks incredibly expensive. Have you, what would you make if you had to make some sort of Japanese food? I suppose I you could make cuts of curry. Well, katsu curry. Oh, I, I, I've tried making okonomiyaki before, and it's um, it oh, tasted like okonomiyaki. Like four or five layers. It, yeah, it tasted like okonomiyaki uh, in that I just covered it in the brown sauce and the kewpie mayonnaise. But um, other than that, no, it didn't really taste like. Um, <laughs> too flowery it's, it's it's quite simple to do it's just like a pancake with bits in it but yeah I would quite like to make uh, learn how to turn the takoyaki balls make the little um, octopus balls delicious there you go there that's we achievable go. and doable that's just an achievable one <laughs> sorted lovely uh, hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you a YouTuber? Wow. What's up, Chris and Pete? My name's What's DJ, up, and I'm stationed in Hawaii right now on a nuclear submarine for the wow. US Navy. That's such a cool opening line. That is cool. I want to be on a nuclear submarine for the US Navy. I have three <laughs> resolutions and a question. Number one, learn how to play the piano. Number two, learn Japanese. Resolution number three, get more sleep. Yeah, definitely <laughs> get more sleep if you're on a nuclear submarine, DJ. Mm. My question is how much spending money should I have for a three-week trip to the land of the rising sun? My brother and I are planning a trip in late September this year. Thanks. Keep up the awesome work. DJ from Hawaii. I would take $2,000 for a three-week mm. trip to the land of the rising sun, DJ. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of money, but um, if you are a drinker, an imbiber of alcohol, uh, that can sort of pile up. And, uh, yeah, two grand's a, a nice round number, and you can get gifts and food and booze and good times with uh, two grand I reckon you can do it cheaper I'm still captivated by the line about the nuclear submarine yeah well nuclear submarine cool listeners on this who like have so many random jobs (laughs) Uh, and that's one of the coolest ones we've had so far Mm. it's hard to top a nuclear submarine isn't it well when you're on a sub apparently you only get like um, messages you can send a message back home um, and you only get like you know the, the best part of like a hundred um, words, I think, to send back home, like a telegram. I think when they're when they're actually submerged, uh, when you go up, obviously you've got access to data and stuff like that. So I presume the um, submarine is in port rather than. I wonder. Well, I wonder how much free sea. time. I wonder how much free time you get with a job like that. Yeah, what can you do really? To learn how to play the piano or Japanese or get more sleep. Mm. You, I mean, you could. Three resolutions there. <laughs> I would like to see him get a piano down a pothole into a submarine. <laughs> I'd love that. Play a grand piano on a nuclear submarine. <laughs> shut up, brilliant. Chris. Shut up, shut up, DJ from Hawaii, I mean. Oh, wow. Um, Ash has got a uh, New Year's resolution. I'm just a regular chap from Barcelona, but I'm now living in London. I love your podcast, and my New Year's resolution is to travel to Japan and take my photography to a new level. Uh, Keep the awesome podcast. Ash, thank you for your uh, message, Ash. I kind of want to get better at photography. or I, You know, people on Instagram, everyone thinks they're brilliant at photography. You know, you stick a few filters on stuff and everything looks brilliant. Yeah, fine. But... I know I am terrible at photography. Every picture I put up disgusts me more and more. But maybe in the future, I'll get better. You're not that bad. Is my, you did I'm take a dreadful. decent one of me once, which I used to sell my merchandise. It was me like, standing on a rock <laughs> oh, yeah. overlooking the Sea of Japan. That was good. Well, maybe, maybe you haven't got an eye for photography, Chris. Maybe that's the problem. How maybe you think you. that's okay. Maybe you think that absolute terrible uh, bit of work is okay. Uh, but yeah, I'd quite like to get uh, better at photography. But I always find like stuff like, you know, like street photography. A lot of people go to the Far East, like China or Japan or Taiwan or blah, blah, blah. Um, and they spend their time just taking pictures of old um, Eastern people and... Street photography is just taking pictures of people when they're not looking and going, oh, isn't this interesting? Look at all, look at how old this person is because he's, you know, he's cutting keys on the streets of Shanghai or whatever. And it's like, 
You're just sticking your camera in someone's face there, mate, to be honest. Street for doggery. Bugger off. <laughs> you've, you've just exposed the grand secret to street photography. It is. Just take a picture of someone when they're not looking. Street photography, yay! Yeah, I mean, all I would say is go to Osaka because mm. no matter what you do or where you go in Osaka, if you take a photo, it's instantly good just because Osaka looks that good. Yeah. It's that cool. I remember we revealed the neighbourhood, didn't we? A few podcasts back, the best neighbourhood to take photos in Japan. It was in Osaka. Mm. I think it was in Dotonbori, near that so hotel we stayed in. Colourful. Upper hotel or something. But go to Osaka, get lost with the camera, and yeah, you'll be able to snap something that's good. <laughs> and then you can take your photography to a new level, Ash. Yeah, do it, Ash. Lovely Next old Next level. Uh, we've got one from Stephen. Or Stephen. I want to say Stephen. Hello, Chris and Pete. Because that's his Stephen. name. That's how you say Stephen. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. Chris, it's late. I haven't had it? enough it's coffee. <laughs> I haven't had enough coffee today. Only one. And I'm from. I, my name's Stephen. I'm from the unusually cold state of Arizona, oh. reaching record lows, colder than Alaska at one point this week, minus one degree Celsius. That's nothing. Uh, my New Year's resolution. That <laughs> uh, is quite cold, isn't it? I minus one. When I think Arizona, Celsius. I think hot. Yeah, I think that. So I think it's really hot, and that is and that is actually quite um, cold for Arizona, presumably. I, I only I you know what the best preparation for a cold winter in London is to go somewhere even colder and I think I mentioned I went to Romania just before Christmas and uh, that was like minus fifteen or minus seventeen and it was like wow that's too cold <laughs> that's crazy crikey I mean my New Year's resolution is to get out of my current job oh. I currently work in a sheet metal fabrication warehouse making air condition duct work for a living the largest in terms of production output in the whole of southwest US wow. working from 6 or 7am to whenever the workload of the day is through has really taken its toll on my body for the past 8 years being only 25 and having the aches and pains that people 20 years my senior have is quite unnerving my plan is to get my online business up and running so I can be financially free to finally take my first trip to Japan and explore the rest of the world with my friends and family I might even study abroad a few months in Japan to expand my knowledge of the language and culture. I may not get to where I want to be in a month, but I'm sure going to grind it out until it rings true. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. Listening to you helps me get through my days at work. Many thanks, Stephen. Ah, Stephen. Sounds like pushing, pushing like slices, sheets of metal into a machine to make it into a. But, but imagine, Stephen, you slag off your job, and I imagine as you look down to your calloused and sliced up hands because goodness knows sheet metal is very sharp um, your ducts probably have gone into so many different buildings so many legendary buildings uh, around the world that's what I find fascinating oh my my, uh, my ducts in that one my ducts in that one my duct was featured in the Die Hard film with John McClane climbing through it there's a you know there's pride to be found in every job surely well I mean to be put it bluntly, without air conditioning, we'd be stuffed. Especially you would in Japan. be, mate. You would be exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> without air conditioning, Japan would be unthinkable. So yeah, yeah. you're doing a, a job that's bloody important. Yes. Yeah. So go on, go on, Stephen. Ganbate, as they say. You can do it, Stephen. We believe you in you. It. Keep going, you and uh, yeah, keep your eyes on the future. Mm. I mean, I I can't really, I don't really know if I can say I've had a similar position. I mean, I was I had an office job for like two years that depressed the hell out of me. It was rubbish, but by having an aim in the future a few years down the line it just kept me going and I was able to daydream my way through it for like two years so yeah do keep your eyes on the future and hopefully you'll be able to get out of it 
and start that business and go to Japan. Keep going, Stephen. You can do it. Yeah, go on, Steve. Um, hi, Chris and Pete. This is from Ruka. Hello, Ruka. Um, my name seems Japanese, but I'm not actually Japanese. I was born in Okinawa and my family moved back to Singapore after I was one year old. Uh, for my New Year's resolution, I would like to return back to Okinawa to see my birthplace and experience what it was like when my family was there. Sadly, airfares to Okinawa, uh, they're really expensive and I'm just a polytechnic student. However, I do have a part-time job and currently I'm saving my work money to ensure that this goal is met in eight months' time. Ruka. Uh, P.S. Will we be seeing a bespectable... Uh, bes- bes- <laughs> will we be seeing a bespectacled uh, Chris anytime soon on YouTube? You look adorable in it. Ooh. Oh, Chris. Drug, drug, bespectacled Chris. I'm not having... Right, yeah. you know what, Chris? You posted a picture <laughs> on Twitter. Your today. Your uh, face on Twitter. A couple of days ago, you posted a picture of you in the the... the wilds of the UK somewhere uh, with a beautiful background wearing spectacles and having a little goatee beard and I was like wait a second spectacles and a little goatee beard is my brand sunshine so hands off the Donaldson brand alright you have a beard I've never seen you with a beard I've got a little something going on on the chin chin <laughs> not much I'll admit you ten years my younger has managed to destroy bloom, blow me out of the water with just a few months growth but Yes, I've always had a little, uh, little gaudy, gaudy going on. Covers my stupid I... bum chin. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's charming, charming bowl accounts. Cute, dare I say? Uh, yeah, I did. There is a photo of me. I put it up. I got some new glasses for Christmas. It's one of the, the few presents I got for myself. That's right. I buy myself presents. That's how sad I am. Uh, and yeah, it was. I took a photo with me in glasses and put it up on places so if you're on Twitter Instagram Facebook you can see it for yourselves um, but I do I don't wear my glasses in videos because I don't like to do that I don't know I feel like the glasses are a barrier to the soul so wow. I don't wear them in videos I Does don't make sense I, I'm wearing my backup pair at the moment I have been for the last two years um, and they don't have that anti-reflective anti-glare coating so I actually find so it so you can see your soul so, you can, so it's just very reflective and I look like um, I look a bit foolish with the old um with the old cameras so yeah never mind never mind but to, to Luca I say good well done go for it Okinawa eight months time brilliant be mm. careful it's bloody hot in August because I've been there in August um, amazing place though go scuba diving and it'll be glorious but uh, yeah good luck Luca and I recommend going in September it's a little bit cooler and mm. a lot more bearable as well oh yeah definitely go for it I often the the better. daydream about Okinawa on a bad day I often daydream about sitting on the beach like I did two or three years ago, soaking up the sun. It's a beautiful place. Mm. Apart from the fact they love spam. Still don't really get they that. They love spam. Can you get spam ramen? Spamman. I, I had spam on sushi. It was it was it oh, was horrible. No. That's I still have nightmares good. about that. Yeah. The beach the beach was like a thing I daydreamed about, and the thing I have nightmares about was the spam. But uh I imagine you have to try sit, at least once. You sit out in the sun long enough, mate. You look like spam. And they anyway. also have um, snakes in sake. What? Sna- it's like, I can't remember what it's called. Hop, uh, I can't remember what it's called. But the, Snarky, if you go down the street, <laughs> <laughs> you go down any street in Okinawa, the, you see these jars filled with sake Ugh. with a snake coiled up at the bottom. And, Gross. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be good for fertility or something. I don't know. There's this, this really didn't remote, particularly enjoy it. There's this really remote part of, I think, Sardinia uh, where the locals make this very special um, cheese. Uh, I was I was watching a little video about it, um, and it basically it's illegal to sell, but you can make it for yourself. Basically, you get um, I can't remember what kind of goat's cheese. You create a big ball of goat's cheese, basically, and then you let mm. a um, particular kind of cheese fly get involved 
and it, it, it lands its um, maggots on the well, it basically lays its oh, eggs no. on this big lump of cheese, big old, big old wheel of cheese, um, and it lays its eggs and uh, they turn into maggots, and then the maggots basically eat and secrete, eat and secrete the Pete Donaldson diet experience, uh, eat and secrete um, <laughs> the cheese out and makes like a kind of um, a very special, smellier kind of poochies, um, turns the cheese into some kind of maggot poochies, and uh, you're supposed to eat the maggot. He's supposed to eat the maggots, maggoty cheese with the maggot inside it, and you sort of eat. And there's loads oh, of maggots sake. in this cheese. It's disgusting. And apparently, That's horrible. And apparently, you're supposed to eat it with your um, hand covering the top part of your face, lest the maggot try and jump into into the into the eye. Well, this is horrible. It and is you, horrible. I've isn't got it? dinner in like one hour, and that's been ruined. <laughs> so have I, mate. Thanks, Pete. I'm ordering a Deliveroo as you speak. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not something I wanted to have. Some maggot learn. cheese. Eat and secrete, oh. for crying out loud. Uh, we got an email from uh, Amina, uh, which is Amina. almost an acid. Uh, my name is Amina, and I'm a huge fan of the podcast. It keeps me entertained uh, while I sit at my desk at work, and is really one of the few things I look forward to each week. Oh, Amina. Um, uh, because the job is terribly boring. I'm also a big fan of Chris's YouTube channel. I've never heard of hey. it. Uh, anyway, my New Year's resolution this year is to take more opportunities that come my way, rather than let them scare me off. I let several trips pass me by this year because uh, my anxiety from last minute planning and travel and I don't want that to happen again this year one of the things I would love to do in fact is go back to Japan again because the two week trip I took there last year with my brothers visiting Tokyo Osaka Kyoto and uh, Hakone um, were probably the best thing I convinced myself to do and would love to do it again keep up the amazing job you, uh, you're doing and thank you for keeping me company at work uh, best Amina um, Amina I I'll fill this one Chris if that's alright with you mate Travel Go as on, much man. as you can all the time. If you've got the money, you've got the resources, break out and do something. I'm going to Turkey. I think I've said this on the podcast before. Not next week, but the week after, I booked, I'd spotted a flight for like 60 quid. I went, right, I'm going to Turkey. I'm going to fly on Friday morning, get there, tea time on Friday in Turkey. I'm going to fly out Sunday morning at 10 a.m. I'm going to spend... Mm, just un- under 48 hours in Turkey um, and I'm going to have a bloody good time and you know it's good isn't it <laughs> are you going to vlog it because that no, would be a great you, video 48 you, hours in Turkey it's, oh, yeah but I'm not very good at it Chris as, as discussed as discussed before I'm not a professional YouTuber um, and it would just be me going uh, yeah I'm in Turkey but a man's got my wallet I'm scared to help <laughs> I've muffed it all up. That'd be hilarious. But I mean, uh, um, just travel. Probably better than my videos. Go and do it. Go and do it. Yeah, don't let anxiety get in the way. Blood, bloody anxiety. It's bloody worrying about nonsense. things 90% of the time Isn't that it? never even happen. Yeah. So, yeah, don't just just do it. <sighs> get on with it. Don't Indeed. let anxiety cloud your thoughts. Yeah. Just get past it. Damn straight. Honestly. You can do it. Have a good year, Amina, and get, to, get yourself back to Japan. Enjoy. And... Do what Pete's doing. Go on a really random 48-hour trip to Turkey and see what happens. <laughs> 20 quid for the quid. visa. That's 60 quid you've ever spent. 20 quid for a visa. That's the, And, and wow. I think the Airbnb was about the same. So, there we go. One third of the price One of third of the price of the actual visa. flight was the visa. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, dear. Oh, we've, we've, got, we've got the final resolution, Chris. Last one. Is it a good one? Hey, Chris and Pete. Absolutely loving the podcast whilst driving to work at Gatwick Airport. Oh, You've had a bad month. Why? For those of you who oh, don't know, drone. ladies and gentlemen, Gatwick Airport got buggered by a drone. Some annoying 
idiot decided to fly a drone over Gatwick Airport for like two or three days mm. and thousands of flights were cancelled anyway yeah. hopefully it wasn't Johnny uh, <laughs> my news resolution is to finally finish my Japanese travelling video that I filmed during my three week travel across Japan back in August this year it was a truly amazing experience from completing the gruelling Shimanami Kaido cycle to conquering the towering might of Mount Fuji oh. and that's from Johnny Fantastic. Johnny from Surrey and he says please read out my email on your podcast there's a 12 pack of Magnus ciders in it for you <laughs> well that's, that's very kind of you Johnny I don't really drink cider anymore and what? when I do drink it Pete brings it to Japan oh. and then gives it away well, Chris, I mean, I, I was going to say that there's not a lot you won't do for tw- a 12 pack of uh, Magnus Cider. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the best way to Chris Broad's heart is very much through the cider duct, which is um, near the islet of Langerhans in the <laughs> liver. Where's the islet of Langerhans? I forget. I don't know. It's either in you the ear or knowledge. the liver. I forget. Um, I think it might. Be so much, you should go on. Who wants to be a millionaire with your knowledge? No, my knowledge is half remembered, interesting words like the Islet of Lagerhams, which is—is uh, it near the appendix? I can't remember. Don't email in. I'll have googled it by the time you email in. It's fine. We've all had a lovely time recounting uh, some wonderful resolutions. And uh, I, I do like it, pe- hearing other people kind of try and improve their own lives because it does give me a little bit of um, bit of schutzpah. It gives me a bit of uh, get up and go when it comes to improving my own. So, yeah, I'm going to go home and eat a Chinese and then see how I feel after that. Brilliant. Well, I'm going to go and have dinner Yay. whilst trying not to think about that horrible cheese. Mac horrible and cheese, cheese dish you just spoke about for five minutes. Mac oh. and cheese. Keep the messages coming, guys. Abroad in Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week to do it all over again. But for now, no matter where you are out there in the big wide world, let's get off to a good start. Let's do 2019. And let's pretend we didn't hear Pete's disgusting cheese fly story because that's going to ruin my dinner and probably yours. <laughs> it's horrible. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Times two. Yay. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 